0: This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? We are going to chat with Joseph DePace on the show today. Joe's a friend of the show. We've had him on before. And uh, I'll tell you what, this is going to be very interesting. Joseph is obviously a friend of mine. And I want to give him the opportunity to share what he's going through right now. He lives in Michigan. Uh, towards the end of March in Michigan, the governor shut things down. And basically, lawn care guys, landscapers, uh, especially you know, with Joe's business, just a solo operating guy, he can't work right now. And this has been the case throughout the month of April as well. It's unknown still when they're going to get back to work. And so we want to hear from Joe how he's doing. Uh, emotionally, financially, how the business, you know, because some of his clients have been affected. Well, I mean, all of them have been affected, but some of them have been affected by the, to the point where they can't afford his services uh, this spring and summer. And so he's losing customers and can't work. And this is just a wild situation. So we're going to hear how Joe's handling all of this. And um, first and foremost, I want to thank Jobber for sponsoring today's show, making it all possible. We have a new link at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. If you go there, click on the link, it's in today's show's notes or just go to getjobber.com forward slash Paul. For 14 days, you can try Jobber and uh, just navigate it, see if it's the CRM for your business. If you do want to then sign up for Jobber uh, you'll get 20% off your first six months as long as you use that uh, link there, getjobber.com forward slash Paul. So thanks to Jobber for sponsoring today's show. And thanks to Joe for being vulnerable. And uh, I'm going to let him share whatever he wants to share, the uh, the good, bad, and the ugly. We are blessed here in Georgia that obviously our weather is different in Michigan this spring happens earlier in Georgia. Typically, last week of February, sometimes we get good weather. And then March, you get a lot of nice days in March. And then April is just gorgeous, low 70s and perfect uh, weather. Well, Michigan's a different story. Obviously, it's colder there in January, February, March. And then April's kind of your month where you get to jump into spring and make some good revenue in, in lawn care business. And to be shut down in April in Michigan, it's devastating. So we're going to hear uh, from Joe. All right, folks, we got him on the phone. Joseph DePace, he's got a lot of time on his hands these days. What's up, my brother? Hey, Paul. I'm, I'm doing all right over here. Right How are you doing? Ah, you, you probably don't want to know, man. Just sitting out on my back porch, 75 degrees. <laughs> Business is booming. The lawnmowers are going. The weedies are going. The blowers are going. And uh, we're in our spring rush here in Georgia, but that's not the case up in Michigan, huh?
1: No, it sounds like you got things emotional over there. We're at, a, we're at a halt over here. A lot of small businesses over here in Michigan, but.
0: Well, for those of you who are listening to this down the road, we are in the middle of the quarantine and fill us in. Is this true? Your governor said you guys are not an essential business?
1: Yes. Um, so I'll I'll kind of give you the timeline of things just to, you know, they paint a picture for everybody listening. Um, basically, uh, you know, a lot of these stay home, you know, stay safe orders, uh, in some of these states with, you know, obviously it depends on, you know, from state to state, but on the states that did this, you know, stay home or shelter orders, um, in Michigan, it was right around, uh, the end of March is when they were in talks of, you know, uh, having the governor bring on this order to where we would stay home and then businesses would be listed essential or non-essential. So this was going on in March, you know, March 24th is when the order was um, issued, but the week before a couple of days prior, um, you know, there was other, you know, things like the the CISA and federal guidelines to get put on which businesses were essential and non-essential. Uh, Mm -hmm. On federally, lawn care would be you know considered sanitation of homes, so lawn care was considered federally an essential business, and uh, Mm -hmm. you know landscaping and other types of contracting and trades. So, into the days prior before the governor of Michigan, Whitmer, uh, Governor Whitmer, put her order out. um, You know, associations within the state of Michigan, like the MGIA, the MNLA, um, they were they were giving us information um, and Intel letting us know that it was very likely that, you know, lawn care and landscaping would be um, an essential business um, before the order was being put out. So um, when the order came out around March 24th, I believe is when the order was issued, um, we were deemed non-essential. So, and then a lot of other businesses were deemed non-essential. Now I don't, I, I don't agree with it, but it's, and at the same time, I don't want to take light of the health crisis that's going on because it is a, a real thing. Um, Michigan, you know, as of now and for a while during the month of April has been, you know, the third most impacted, uh, region, you know, or state, you know, across the board of the whole nation here. Um, so I don't want to take light of the health crisis. Um, but um there's a lot of people here in Michigan, you know, that are, you know, upset and angry about the uh essential or non essential debate. Um and uh there's some other things I can get into too. Um but the main thing is um you know it's important that you know we stay healthy and not spread it. But at the same time, um, I just talk to a lot of business owners day to day in Michigan here and a lot of them uh explain, you know, that, you know, there's, there's stuff in line like unemployment for their employees coming out of a winter, you know, cause some of them haven't started up mm-hmm. yet, um, or they mm-hmm. were going to start up, so they were already on unemployment. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, the loan, the, you know, payment protection program and other loans, um, you know, people applied, even the ones that are accepted, um, until the money gets in the account, that's when they're released there, right? So a lot of them haven't gotten the release yet that they need. And, uh, even though, business owners for the first time, a lot of them in Michigan here will be filing for unemployment or have already filed and uh, there's not really much word on uh, getting accepted and when you do get accepted, you know, there's been many people that are right now at this time have been waiting three weeks for a paycheck and haven't seen something yet.
0: Wow. So when are you guys going to get back to work, Joe?
1: Um, So originally when the order was issued March 24th, uh, the, the plan was the order would be lifted on the 15th a couple of days before the 15th mm-hmm. came around now it's pushed to May 1st so now we're 10 days away Today's the 20th, we're 10 days away from uh, the order being lifted and there's talks of it being extended but they're going to
0: Paul here to share about the CRM that I personally use in my business and that is Jobber My favorite feature of Jobber is the ability to store my customers' cards on file. This has helped tremendously with cash flow in my business. It is convenient and helpful on the first of each month to charge my customers' cards who are on the monthly retainer program. Then, for those special one-time projects, it's easy to simply charge my customers' cards at the time of completion of the work. No more waiting for the check to arrive in the mail. Jobber has increased efficiency in my business. Now they are offering a free 14 day trial if you would like to explore if Jobber is the CRM for your business. We have a new link that will also get you twenty percent off your first six months. Just visit getjobber.com forward slash paul to get started with a 14 day free trial. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash paul. Oh, the uh, on the new I I see, I'm I'm in a completely different camp. I I've I got to be careful how I say this, but I think it's probably like 5% the, you know, what the Corona is doing to people getting sick and dying. And I certainly want to be compassionate to anybody affected by it and hope that they can recover. But the fear that's involved with this is causing so much chaos and drama and and affecting the economy. And I just, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't like the fear at all. You know, I'm about having a peaceful, calm heart. So yeah. This fear stuff's crazy, but this is aggravating me and I'm, I'm 500 miles away or thousand miles away. Like I saw you guys, uh, bombarding the, uh, governor's mansion and stuff on the TV that, uh, people are like, you know, protesting like this is ridiculous. Like we got to get out and work. Like the economy can't, you can't handle this much longer.
1: Yes. There's, um, I'm glad you brought up the, the protest and the rally. Um, because there's many small business owners that attended that, and other people. Were you were you there honking your horn, or were you no? At I, home I,
0: I did not attend. Making TikToks. I, <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I'm scrolling TikTok? through. I'm scrolling through my news. Uh, my for you, you know, just scrolling through. There's Joseph, the pace. There's B and B Lawn Care. Uh, then there's Charlie D'Amelio and yeah. the, all these other characters. But yeah, you're popping right up with the big the big folks.
1: Yeah, we're we're trying. We're we're
0: that John Wall one was good, man.
1: Yeah, I like that one too. It's it's a great app with all the sound bites and how um, creative you can get with it. I it's, it's it's a lot of combinations on that app. I'll just put it. Yeah. That hey,
0: one. are you are you talking on your speakerphone or right into your phone?
1: Right, right into my phone.
0: Okay. 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 Good. good, um, good. Just making sure. All right. So the protest. You, you tell us about that. That that seemed like a show.
1: So I, I didn't attend the protest, um, and there's a couple of reasons why, um, because everybody that was at the protest, they didn't agree with, um, the way they went about it. Um, and as you can see, you know, in the media, they painted it as, you know, a lot of people were out of their cars, didn't have PPE on, um, you know, some people were painted as racist, bigots, and. um. You know, careless people, you know, that didn't care about the health of, you know, uh, the state or the nation. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think what is not being seen or, you know, you got to remember, these people are seeing this protest and this rally through a screen and only through the screen. So from my experience, the people told me that were there. There was majority of the people were in their cars and, Mm -hmm. you know, peacefully protested and wanted to be heard. Um, other things, you know, like uh, emergency services, you know, and hospitals being blacked off. I can't um, say that they were or they weren't. Um, you know, I would imagine the the local police there, you know, I've seen pictures, you know, and like I said, I can only see that through the screen, that part, um, you know, that they kept, you know, entrances open. And besides, besides the fact that I didn't, I didn't attend because, like I said, there was a select few of people that were there that. Um, we'll paint it a certain way, and I didn't want to be mm-hmm. um, so much so associated with that, if that makes any sense. Right. Uh, yeah, that
0: does. Now, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I have some <laughs> questions about your, your furt and squirt stuff.
1: Yeah, go real, ahead. Real quick, just the last part of the, the protest there is mm-hmm. uh, one thing I'll say about uh, the reaction within the community or the people in you know, all the comments on Facebook, and that's the one thing is. Uh, with the with the Facebook and social media is I'll read the comments, you know, and I just want to, because I like to see how a lot of people think about it, you know, and sometimes, you know, someone's thought process could um, shed a different light or show it, open a different door for you to, you know, see something a different way because we all perceive things different. So one thing, that, one thing I've been noticing, Paul, because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to imagine we have, you know, I would say out of all the people I know in Michigan here locally, I would say at least, you know, out of 10 people, at least I know, you know, I could probably count on six or seven of them being out of work right now. You know, like like no income or laid off or, you know, told that, you know, they have no work for them. So when I go and read these comments, um, you have the people at the protest that want their small business to be back up and running. And they all want to go back to work right away. They all want to go back to work, right? get the economy up, go back to work. Then the other side of people is, uh, the other side is, you know, you people that want to go back to work are careless, selfish, you're going to spread the disease, and you should stay home. Just stay home for another, you know, two weeks. Just stay home and, you know, and we'll go from there. So I'm not going to, you know, we're on a podcast here, and I'm not trying to influence people to think a certain way, but I don't think either way is the right answer. Okay, so there's got to be a middle ground found. So here's the thing. How do you find the middle ground? There has to be there has to be a mesh of the people agreeing. So that's the one thing is even within our own, you know, people in the legislature, they can't agree right now on what they want to do to move forward because it becomes the left, the right, the you know, the back and forth of what they think is right needs to go their way. And there's no middle ground being issued here. Or, or found here. So that's kind of what I think um, is going to thread the needle for the economy to get back going in Michigan. Is, is you know, obviously it starts with the politicians with the orders, but also the the people helping each other out. You know, if you have, you know, seventy percent of people that want to stay home and thirty percent of people that want to go back to work, but you know, the economy relying on a lot of stuff, it's not. I just don't see it working. So there's got to be some kind of middle ground found. You know, before you know, peaceful protests become, you know I'll leave it at that, you know, become worse. Uh right. Oh, absolutely. because um these people that are filing for unemployment, whether they're self employed or they have an employer, they can't if they're not gonna get money they can't go work. They're you know, people were gonna resort to other ways of um, whether working illegally, um, thieving, looting. Um good friend of mine uh was telling me too about uh and I've actually seen it in the news, a sheriff's officer in Michigan said that they had a lot more calls for uh, domestic violence. And, you know, there's going to be more uh, mental illness in, in homes and abuse. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot more effects than just on the economy. There's psychological effects and way of life. Because when you start talking poverty level numbers, that affects, you know, a culture of people. That affects um you know, the way of life for a lot of people. So that's why, that's why a lot of people are passionate to go back to work. A lot of people are passionate to uh, stay home, to save lives. So I see both sides, but there needs to be a middle ground issue, you know, issue somewhere.
0: Yeah. And just to clarify to everyone listening, I, I, I know my, i my attitude in all this, I've, I've gotten a lot of heat and criticism and haters, but I want to be healthy and wealthy. I, I, I'm all about being as healthy as possible. You know that, Joseph, and uh, I'm all about us prospering uh, as well. So I just know you, you can't, like you said, you, you if if we just stay at home for five more months, the economy will collapse and it, it's going to get. This just we need to produce and work and keep things flowing here. Um, and at, you know, at the same time, you know, of course, we need to make sure. You know, that we are using hygiene and not um, spreading any disease or anything like that. So I, I think it's a very interesting predicament that you guys are in up there. And I am just, uh, you know, in a completely different world because we're in the middle of a spring rush and it's basically normal life still going on in Georgia, um, other than I can't go to the swimming pool, Joseph. <laughs> um, but they're hopefully open. And I mean, we, we, yeah. Uh, you you see me on Snapchat. We we still get to lay out in the chairs and stuff, but you can't like get in the hot tub, so it's a completely different world than Michigan right now, where you you know the guys are out working and everything like that, and then you turn on the TV and you guys can't even work. So the biology of it, not to sound like I'm hard hearted or, or arrogant, um, because I really I'm not. I just the mathematical mind in me is how many more months can you do this until you're in big trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And I, I kind of, so
0: I'm, I'm cheering for you guys to get back to work in the most safe, you know, don't, don't go out and cough and then shake someone's hand. I mean, you know I mean? Be, use <laughs> hygiene and, and keep, so, you know, keep social distancing and all that is, that's fine, but we, we gotta, we gotta work. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Take the right precautions. To,
0: exactly. Um, so here's my question with the biology of all this. You're, you're a hundred percent furt and squirt, right?
1: Oh uh, yeah, so I have a small small route that we take care of the maintenance side of things, but yes, yeah, it's been those down to pretty much just doing the applications now, yeah.
0: Now are they letting you do fertilizer and they're not even letting you do do that?
1: Nothing, nothing. Paul. we we actually okay. have government buildings and government jobs that are that have been uh cleared, you know, for the mowing and business you know, government buildings being mowed. And um it it doesn't it doesn't really make sense, you know, that the the government buildings and special you know, there's special uh special government contracts that people can fulfill and go take care of but the people that you know when I have you know the seniors I've had a handful of seniors call me up and ask you know, what's gonna go on, you know, my, the lawns are getting long over here in Michigan, you know, they're well over six to eight inches in some cities, depending on, you know.
0: And have you got uh, your first, I don't know if you guys do two apps of pre-emergent in Michigan or how does it go up there?
1: Most of the time people are doing a one round. um, But yeah, it depends on kind of the weather. But yeah, one to two rounds of pre-emergent. So have
0: you, did you already get a pre-emergent out before the quarantine or you haven't even got your pre-emergent out?
1: So being that it was the last week of March, you know, that first round would have been in the first week of April. And some oh. companies did come out that last, uh, week of March. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was, uh, you know, we go off of a website called D Tracker, put on by the Michigan State, you know, Agriculture University. And, uh, you know, that target has been the past two and a half weeks, beginning of April. Um, so in March, the end of March, there was still a little early. It would have been nice to put it down, but yeah, a lot of companies weren't able to put that down. So now you're looking at, you know, Post-emergent, you know, you know, spraying twice the amount of herbicide, or you know, right. spray, having to spray crabgrass more this year. We're um, looking at, you know, with the lawns the lawn being long, you know, the, the the moisture, and you know, a lot of people, you know, small business, you know, I'll redefine it. Well, some small businesses take care of millions of square feet a week. Um, mm-hmm. So let's say even tomorrow. Let's say tomorrow they say, okay, the lawn care could go on out. It's not going to be like you know after a week it's going to be back to normal. It's going to take weeks of this growth and you know and especially putting these new precautions in of you know one person a truck if that's the case and uh, you know all this PPE you have to wear and um, you know maybe there's extra logging in to do so the job's going to be taking longer to do and on top of that you know with the with the growth the governor actually put it simply put it that grass will get unruly but we're not we're not going to deal with that when we have to deal with that there was other also other comments made that a lot of people to get angry and upset um some comments she made about uh she, she was in a press conference at one at an end of one of her uh you, know, live, uh you know live uh you know live uh you know information briefings and she was asked about landscapers and the golf courses like the country club She actually referred to uh landscapers as low income workers. It was uh, uh it was
0: quite uh peanut gallery got a kick out of that. Yeah. Uh low inc- she called us low income, huh?
1: Yeah it was the, How'd that
0: how'd that make you feel, Joe?
1: Well so for one thing for you know it's definitely our voices were being heard with you know our letters to our local, you know, representatives and senators. So we know that we were being heard. And at that point, it was just kind of like a slap in the face of like being heard, but there's nothing you can, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. So it starts to, you know, and then like her being on the TV with the smirking and, you know, with the questions, you know, along the lines of landscaping. It's, um, you know, I could be sitting here with, you know, anger and hate. Um, but you, you just kind of hope and wish that someone just, someone, like that starts to just have somewhat of an understanding of the situation at hand. Um, cause before when it, this sold these orders first started, I said, well, I'm in in my business. When well, I am starting to think of, you know, people that have families that, you know, have, you know, you know, a house and uh, businesses that they've built for 20, 30 years. And, you know, I'm still young and yeah. fresh and, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of room for error for me and a lot of room for, um, growth and you know ups and downs but um mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are fully invested you know and i you hear the comments like that and it kind of just puts it into perspective that you know um it's just the type of leader that you know this is the leader that most of the majority of the people are Michigan elected you know i might not agree with that i agree with her trying to save you know lives during the health crisis but you might be a lot more um, let, let me ask you, you this, Joe, you. Let,
0: let let me ask you this, and i you don't know, you can give as little or as much detail as you want, um but I'm just deeply curious because i I couldn't imagine a month with no income like that just I can't imagine that, but yeah. how in the world have you and you don't have to tell us all your bank account balances and your net worth and yeah. all this but just yeah. how have you dealt with? the lack of revenue from all of these, you know, round one, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't bill everyone for round one, but, or maybe you did just how, how have you dealt with the revenue? And then how have you dealt with the expenses? Did you get, uh, any of the, um, did you get that $1,200 stimulus check? Did you get the, um, any of the other offerings have any of your vendors or expenses you know, have you still had to pay all your bills going out or did you get a break? I mean, yeah. you don't have to give us too much detail, but I'm curious, how have you financially navigated this crazy month and a half? Yeah.
1: Um, I, haven't re- I haven't received any relief uh, from the government. I haven't pushed back any payments. Uh, the reason that I didn't want to push back any payments. Well, for one, for people listening, I'm an owner operator and, I used to do a lot of lawn maintenance. Now I'm doing more getting into application. So this year I'm switching over to full-time, you know, applicating. But uh, pushing back those payments, I would still owe the money. Um, you know, I talk with you, Paul, pretty regularly. Um, before the winter started, um, I was sitting on a lot of money that I, that I saved up from the, uh, the year that I would just stock away. And I, I paid off some debt and in Michigan, you know, we have from November fifteenth to April fifteenth is our winter contract. So, um for a handful of years now, um going into winter, there's always you know a chance that they go on that there would be no snow. Um, and you have to figure out a way to survive those five months and have your start a cost to go into the winter. So um I've been able to float by for now. As soon as the order kinda of came out in March, it started about the thirty, fifty 90-day plan of how to take care of expenses with no income coming in. Uh, you know, we're obviously chipping away at what's in the account. Nothing's coming in. Uh, but uh, I have to say, you know, talking with you and others about, you know, staying out of debt and not being too deep of water or uh, with it and, um, you know, just knowing the numbers and being smart with your finances, um, knowing how far you can go, you know. Because, you know, let's say, you know, I know this is a health crisis, but if you get injured, you know, uh, you know, being an owner operator, if you were to be injured, what would you do? If you, uh, you know, were to lose a truck, you know, to an accident and, you know, or got stolen, what would you do? So, um, having the backup plan for a lot of things helps. but I'll tell you what, I know it's been, you know, it'll be a full month here. Um, I don't know me personally or how many other more businesses could rely on, uh, you know, Paying the operations, the daily operations, and not being able to work—it would almost make more sense to cancel your registrations, cancel your licenses, and cancel your insurance to able to go back out. You know what I'm saying? So, um, floating for the month is fine. Um, it's not—you know—it's fine in terms of accepting. That that's how it's going to be. Um, but. Uh, figuring out after a month here, um, there's going to be some decisions that need to be made in terms of, uh, you know, if it goes on for another 30 or 60 more days and start liquidating, you know, assets, um, to make payments on things or, uh, you know, you know, to pay for, you know, the overhead for insurance. And so it's, it's a tough call, but, um, you kind of just take it day by day and, uh, kinda, you know, up, you know, cross your, you know, i and T's and all that stuff, but it's, uh, it was scary to think about, you know, if this to go out for the like 30, 60 days, what would you do? You know, what would, how much money would you have to be able to, you know, if you to afford it, this and that. So, um, like I said, I think once I figured that out and or figured out this is how it's going to be, it wasn't so much of whatever I do with my business. What is, what is my community, you know, of business owners and people that are employed by them? What are they going to do? You know, how, what, what toll is that going to bring on them? Or, you know, what's, even when we go back to work, what's, What's being, what projects or what day to day work or routes are going to be done now? Is there going to be less work, more work? And, um, I can tell you, there's been a handful of people that already called up this year and hey, you know, we're all laid off. We're not going to be able to afford your services <sighs> this year, you know?
0: Wow. See, that's that's the thing that frustrates me. And that's what I was thinking was going to happen, um, is your customer base is going to have, a gr- you know, attrition from that, you know? Yeah. Uh, the dominoes of this. Well, Joe, we, we know you are a, uh, you know, you got a good work ethic and um, you, you got a very bright future ahead of you, young man. I just, I appreciate you kind of giving us a pulse of what's going on in, in Michigan and uh, hopefully May 1, you know, it doesn't extend past then, but uh, who knows? I think Trump said the governors get to choose their course of action. So
1: yeah. rightfully So there'd be a lot of on its plate picture of 50 states for, you know, um, there's actually one, uh, official that, uh, made a pretty good point. Uh, of oh, sorry. a <laughs> Pretty, there's an official that made a pretty good point of a request to the governor of Michigan of what maybe he would like to see moving forward, um, to opening up the economy to get us back to work and, you know, just get us back to our livelihoods and, um, I won't read his whole, uh, this whole, you know, excerpt here, but one of the things that I I thought I wanted to touch on was, you know, he made three points that, you know, this, this order is kind of like a one size fits all It's this way or nothing. There's a lot of gray areas with using the words essential or non-essential businesses. um, You would like to maybe see something transition to when the economy opens up to, you know, a safe versus unsafe model. And then, you know, Look at you know, looking at it through that way, um, you know, and then adopting the, the guidelines, you know, to the federal guidelines for this, you know, that are, you know, based off of science. And, um, you know, one thing I always uh, have known, Paul, is when it gets really tough and bad, you know, you just, you got to get to work, you know, and in this case, you know, there's stuff you can do on the sidelines to get to work, but there's also a lot of stuff right now that um, is just who's in business. And um I think there'll be I think there'll be better days on the horizon. You know, you have to know that, you know, this too shall pass and have that kind of mindset. Um because if you sit there and, and ponder and think all the time it gets worse and worse then it really you really you really envision that being that way. So um
0: Well and even to get a game plan for when something like this happens, whether it happens a few years from now or who who knows when down the road something like this will happen again. You don't want, you know, you want to have, be in the best financial position that you can be where you got a bunch of money saved, hopefully, and you got, you know, you got a plan that if you were out of work, you know, for three months, that you would be able to, you know, survive and be a blessing to others. Uh, Because a lot of people, you know, we're kind of going paycheck to paycheck, and this is really scary. And uh, as business owners, especially you, you and I, you know, we talk off air quite a bit, but- we live simple and, and, you know, not a bunch of debt and all that, but, you know, it's, 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 encouragement when we do, when we are able to get back to work, Joe, is to work hard and, and to save that money and to pay off our equipment, you know, folks need to pay things off and get out of debt and try to get debt free, you know, so, and, 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 and have some savings. So if something like this happens again, it will, you know, you want to be in a good position. Exactly. Um, As a business owner and not leverage and all this debt, you know, waiting on a check to clear to go to the next, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. We know a lot of businesses that are like that. And it's scary when you when you face something like this and you're in that tight of a spot, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's one thing, you know, I really wanted to make sure before I got got into the, um, you know, fertilization was uh, any equipment debt or truck payments, you know, were taken care of. So I think that would open me up to be able to go into, you know, other equipment for, you know, applications. So I was just on the brink of, uh, I went on a, I went to visit my brother on the West side of, the, of the California, uh, earlier in the year before all, you know, for the virus outbreak. And, um, before I left, Paul was going to, I was going to get financing. I wasn't going to pull the trigger, but I was going to get financing for a couple pieces of equipment and, I said to myself, you know what, maybe I'll just wait when I come back. And, you know, we came back and a few weeks went by and, uh, you know, obviously we are where we are now. So, um, you know, I was glad I kind of waited and, you know, made sure that, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, because think about it, you know, if you have all these equipment payments, you know, you're sick, they're all sick for a month now, you know, and potentially more. So, um, and I just wanted to stress again that, like I said, I, I don't want this want me to come across as, we need to go back to work right now. It's the right thing to do. Um, but there's a lot of people with their back against the wall, um, and I don't. I don't want it to take light of the health crisis. I think, I think, like I said, um, I don't want it to be an extreme this side or that side. But there needs to be um, a middle ground met somewhere it needs to be less less about politics, less about this party that party, and, and more of you know people coming together to to realize that you know like, like a production line, it's been stopped. Now it needs you know, it, I don't think it's ever happened before ever. You know, usually we go through these recessions or these ups and downs of the market every 10 years. I don't know why it's every 10 years, but that's what it is. But, um, you know, usually when it goes down, what do companies do? They're trimming the fat and laying people off here and there, but this is a complete stop and halt. And there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, but um I think I think the one thing that uh could maybe uh you know, for a light at the end of the tunnel is with the situation in Michigan. Um which I forgot to even touch on. Michigan is the only state right now in the United States where lawn care can't be be performed. Jeez. Um but I think with a lot of these businesses essential or non essential, um it's good to see that other states have kind of uh upheld the constitution in terms of, you know, the people, the people are going to have to decide, you know, if someone thinks it's not safe to go outside, then they'll stay home, you know, because, uh, you know, if you can't, if you can't make an income for your family or, or yourself, you know, uh, and there's no relief from the government, which is what the government wants you to go on that. I don't know. I don't know where you turn from there. Honestly, I don't know where you turn. Um, so hopefully this order, it's, you know, march twenty fourth to April thirtieth hopefully it doesn't get extended um you know two weeks was was a was a while three four weeks was is a while and uh, like i said the longer it goes on the more hurt that you will be putting inside a home um but like i said it's not going back to work right away it's and you know being oblivious and just going back and you know touching everything and not sanitizing it there's going be there's gonna be guidelines put in place and i and i think Right. Um, I would like to think that our leaders are working towards that, but uh, as the more and more press conferences comes out, there's a lot more um, uncertainty each time, and you know that's why these protests and rallies are starting to arise.
0: Well, Joe, we appreciate your time, my man. How can people and then we appreciate the updates. How can people connect with you, my friend?
1: Um, I got a I think Instagram's the easiest way. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, my personal is Joseph DePace. And then my business page, if you want to check out, you know, some of the work I do with the Korean industry uh, at Pepe's Lawn Care. Um, Pepe's kind of like this Pepe, P-E-P-P-E, lawn care.
0: Awesome. Well, you, you're you a good guy, Joe. I appreciate your caring, sensitive heart. And uh, many times throughout this episode, you were talking not just about your business and your household, but you you genuinely care for the community And, uh, you know, you, you have compassion for those around you who are going through tough times. So we appreciate just, uh, the tenderness of your heart, Joe. And, uh, I'm cheering for you, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, one of these guys that are supporting your debt decisions. You know, that we, we talk (laughs) about this off air. I, I say work hard, save up, buy it, work hard, save up, buy it. But you know that I'm cheering for you, man. And, uh, it's going to be. A very interesting just a uh, health issue aside you know just navigating, losing those customers who you know financially can't afford uh fertilizer and weed control program, and then the challenge of you didn't put pre emergent down, you got weeds growing everywhere, you got long grass growing i mean it's it's a it's a predicament that We've never, I mean, in my lifetime, and I've only been in doing this for 10 years, but we've never seen anything like this where you skip pre-emergent, you have extra tall grass. I mean, hopefully people aren't going to be calling, and complaining, like, hey, look at these weeds in my yard. You're like, well, hey, well, what do you want me to do, pal? Come on. You know, hopefully people kind of get you, you know, kind of give you a little bit of grace until next season because it's going to be a tough, tough task to tackle, you know?
1: No, I agree. And I appreciate you, Paul, for, you know, having me on here today and, you know, giving me a platform to explain a story, not just for me, but like, you know, we were saying for many of the communities in Michigan here. And, you know, it wasn't a part of me taking a stance. It was just maybe more of me um, sharing my experience or story of what's going on here, you know, some opinions that I may have about it. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I just hope uh, I hope that we can, you know, for one, find a cure for the virus with, with, with a vaccine. And, um, and in the meantime, find ways to, um, you know, get everybody back to, you know, making an income or finding ways for them to have relief. And, uh, you know, cause I don't want to see people go into poverty. I don't want to see people, um, struggle that don't, you know, necessarily need to struggle because, uh, you know, the order, you know, of a set date on something, you know, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to go off of a set date and just list it. So we'll see how, um, you know, our leaders, you know, go about it. Um, we just can just hope and pray that, you know, things will go, go, go the right way and only get better from here you know, and not go down anymore. <laughs>
0: We appreciate your time, Mr. Joseph, and uh we'll we'll be in touch on the Snapchat and the TikTok and the Instagram, my friend. And I've been taking a break from Facebook because I uh I'll say it like this. In in Timothy it says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so I just I can't take turning on the news and seeing all the fear and then getting on Facebook and seeing all the fear. I just I had to turn off my TV and I had to get off Facebook for a while. And uh, just, you know, I, I want my heart to be peaceful and calm. And I've been trying to spend, you know, the quarantine, thankfully we've still been able to work, but the times where I'm not working, I've been trying to just read my Bible and and get closer to God and and focus on him. And, you know, he's, he's blessed me with a heart of peace uh, throughout this and, and calmness. Now I'm not in as severe of a situation as you, but I just can't, if, if you expose yourself to fear and fear and fear and fear, and fear, and fear, and fear, you know, everyone's afraid and fearful. Like, I just don't want a touch of that. Like, I, I want no. peace and calmness. And we make better decisions when we have a sound mind. That's yeah, what a lot uh, lot
1: more clarity. Paul said,
0: Timothy. He said, God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And so when we have a sound mind. We can think clearly. We make better decisions. We make, you know, thoughtful careful decisions. And so I never have made good decisions when I was fearful and panicked. And so anyway, I say all that to say, I'll be back on Facebook soon. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, uh, appreciate you, um, you know, kind of giving us a, 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 a true news report here. This I, I let you talk. I, I, I'm a talker too. So I cut you off a little bit here and there, but I, I let you share your, your honest, you know, take of what's going on and, and your opinions. And we, you know, we appreciate your uh clearly your compassionate heart joe and, and you, you care about other human beings it's very obvious and so it's it's very inspiring to see a young man like yourself who uh is in business because you're going to help a lot of people over the you know over the years and I'm um, I'm glad to have watched you you know over the last five or so years um, blossom and continue to develop into a a prudent businessman and um you know this this i'm sure is going to work out for your good in the long run. And, I, you know, the lessons that we'll learn from this about when the times do get good and the money is flowing in to really be careful with that money that we don't just blow it on stupid things, you know, but we, uh, make sure we set some aside for the future and are, you know, diligent in how we grow our businesses, you know?
1: Thank you, Paul. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Facebook will, will give you what you want to hear or make you angry. So that's where you're talking about, you know, not a lot of clarity with that. So I, I agree with you on that. I, appreciate I
0: haven't been on, I, 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 care about one person on Facebook. That's the girl I like. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I kind of miss her. She's, she's beautiful. Oh, so uh, I'll look forward to seeing her post when I get back on Facebook, but I'm, I'm not going to miss the peanut gallery.
1: No, I, will, I don't, I don't, I don't really mess the people that
0: But on TikTok, they're funny. Cause like TikTok like funny. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, I'm laughing even in the quarantine. When I watch TikTok, it's just like, these people are funny over yeah, there. They, you know what I mean?
1: There's going to be some comedians that literally, literally comedians will rise out of that app. That I see it coming.
0: I saw yeah. uh, one girl, she like FaceTimed Donald Trump and she was like, Hey, she's like, are you mailing me my check or am I picking it up? There, there's some <laughs> clever ones. So, hey, Joe, I got to get going. You heard my phone thing and I got my subcontractor, did a beautiful installation and they're texting me and uh, I got to get scooting here. But I I appreciate your time, my friend.
1: Thank you, Paul. We'll stay in touch. All right, brother?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll be in touch. See you. All right. Thanks again. Talk to you. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. Thanks to Joseph DePace for his honesty and vulnerability. Make sure you guys go follow him on the Instagram or maybe even the TikTok. Thanks again to Jobber for sponsoring today's episode. Once again, getjobber.com forward slash Paul can get you Jobber for 14 days for free. Try it out if you would like so. And uh, if you've been enjoying the Green Industry Podcast, we'd appreciate it if you'd smash that subscribe button or lightly press it. (laughs) Just make sure it uh, engages the subscription there. And That way, when we have future episodes, it should automatically download to your phone. You might need to turn on the notifications as well. And thanks to everyone who's been leaving the ratings and reviews. Later on in the week, we are going to read some of those ratings and reviews. I've been meaning to do that, and we keep forgetting, but we will do that. Uh, We really appreciate the ratings and reviews that have been coming in. So have a great week, everybody. We're uh, trying to crank out as many episodes as we can uh, this spring and summer while we're out working to um, just bring some encouragement and inspiration, and and you know companionship as we just get to chat together and uh, try to share those episodes. So, thanks for tracking with us. Make sure you subscribe if you're enjoying the show.